0: There is no name like the name of our God, because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name.
1: Is Christ not not who does somebody else say he is who is Christ according to the Word of God and who do you say that he is uh, the last time we looked at the name of Christ we saw a conversation Christ had with a group of religious leaders in Matthew chapter 22 where he asked them what think ye of Christ he made it personal to them but in the very same book of the Bible he had a conversation with one man a man we're well acquainted with named Simon Peter in Matthew chapter number 16 The Lord Jesus Christ asked his disciples in verse 13, Whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Well, that's powerful, isn't it? Uh, Look, ye brings it home, makes it personal. Not what does your church believe, not what does your pastor say, Not what did someone else tell you. Not what did you read in a book somewhere. What do you believe about the Lord Jesus Christ? You see, this is the defining difference between believers and unbelievers. Those who have real relationship with God and those who do not. What do you think of the Lord Jesus and who do you say Jesus Christ is? Before we see Simon Peter's answer, could I just point out to you all these names that the Lord used for himself? Notice that he first used the name the Son of Man. Uh, We have established already that was his favorite title for himself. So he connects himself to the men he's talking to and to us, praise God. And the people answered and said, well, some think you're John the Baptist and some think you're Elijah and some think you're Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said, but whom say ye that I am? Do you hear the I am there again? This was a a term that these disciples had heard repeatedly throughout the three and a half years public years of ministry and preaching and teaching of Christ. I am. He was connecting himself, of course, to Jehovah God. Whom say ye that I am? In verse 16, Simon Peter speaks up. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I love this. Jesus said he was the Son of Man. And Simon Peter said, Yes, and we believe you are the Son of the living God. He also uses this beautiful title, Christ, anointed one that we've studied. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjonah, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. You see, the only reason we know who the Son is is because the Father revealed him. And the only reason we understand something about the nature of our Christ is because the Heavenly Father has allowed us through the word to come to understand the name. And we're in the New Testament. We've examined already Christ in each book of the Old Testament. Let's briefly just walk through the New Testament. Who is our Lord Jesus? What is his name in each one of these books of the New Testament? Well, in Matthew, he is the king of the Jews. You Remember, Matthew reveals him to that Jewish audience as the son of David and the son of Abraham. He is the Messiah. In Mark, he is the perfect servant an emphasis on His hands and on His labor, on His miracles. In Luke, He's the Son of Man. Uh, The beloved physician reveals so many unique things about the humanity and humility of our precious Savior. In John, He is the Son of God. He is the Word, the Word that was in the beginning with God, the Word that was God. He is the perfect expression of God to mankind. In Acts, he is the ascended Christ. Oh, but he's also the continuing Christ because in the power of his Holy Spirit, he is working through his church. In Romans, he is both just and the justifier of those who believe on Jesus. In 1 Corinthians, he is the resurrection and the life. In 2 Corinthians, he's our comfort. In Galatians, he's the one who sets us free and we stand today in his liberty. In Ephesians, that book of fullness, he is all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and He is the head of the body, the church. In Philippians, He is the source and sustaining of all of our joy. In Colossians, He's the preeminent one. Remember Colossians 1.18, that in all things, He might have the preeminence. And He is the one who brings completion to our lives. In First and Second Thessalonians, He is the one who has not yet come again, but is coming again. In 1 and 2 Timothy and Titus, he is our shepherd. He is our pastor. He is is the perfect minister. In 1 and 2 Timothy, he is our mediator. And in Titus, he is our blessed hope. In Philemon, he is the one who is both forgiving and restoring. What a beautiful picture of what Jesus did for us. He takes all of our demerit and we take all of his merit. His righteousness goes on our account and our sin debt went on His account at Calvary. Praise God, that's the Son of God in Philemon. In Hebrews, He is better. Better than what? Yes, better than all. Better than the angels. Better than the Old Testament types. Better than that tabernacle in the Old Testament. Better than the law. Better than Moses. Better than all. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is the means by which God speaks to us in these last days through His Son. In James, He is both the object of our faith and the one who produces good works in our life. In first and second Peter, he is the chief shepherd and the chief cornerstone. It's a, a connection of Christ to the church, both to the church as a body and also to the under shepherd, the one who is leading local assemblies. In first and second and third John, he is truth. Isn't that what we need in our day more than ever? We need truth. We need Jesus. In Jude, He is the one who is able to keep us from falling and to present us before His presence someday faultless with exceeding joy. And finally, in the revelation of Jesus Christ, He is Alpha and Omega. He is beginning and end. He is first and last. He is the one who is dead and is alive again. He is the one who holds the keys to death, hell, and the grave. He is King of Kings. And he is Lord of lords. That is my Savior. That's the Son of God. That's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Testament. And I ask you again, whom say ye that I am? If today you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, start here. You need more than an academic knowledge. You need an experiential knowledge. You need more than head knowledge. You need heart knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder today, would you be willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved? Would you simply say with Simon Peter, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, and I trust you today as my personal Savior. And if you've already received the Lord Jesus Christ by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, could I challenge you today to talk to Him? Simon Peter was having a conversation with the Lord Jesus. Could I challenge you to have a conversation with the Lord Jesus today, uh, to renew your own vow with God and say to the Lord Jesus, I do love you. I thank you for, for being my Savior. I thank you for bringing God to me and me to God. Help me today to be a true follower of Jesus Christ. You see, friends, we have the privilege of being identified with the name that is above every name. You see, When we say we are Christians, we are identifying with the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to challenge you today, don't be ashamed of that name. No, love the name, revere the name, honor the name, speak the name. Because there is no name like the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: in Acts 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at EnjoyingTheJourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.